Welcome back to a podcast greater than yourself, season two. I'm John Barleycorn. And I am Fred. And once again, this is season two of a podcast greater than yourself, our series called Clear Cut Directions, where each episode, a speaker takes you through the clear cut directions for a specific step or steps right out of the book, Alcoholics Anonymous. So yeah, enjoy, enjoy this episode. And uh, as always, we'd love to hear your feedback on all the podcasts that are coming out. Reach out to us at podcastgreaterthanyourself at gmail.com. Yeah, or or hit us up on Instagram at podcastgreaterthanyourself or at dr underscore silkworth. We'd love to hear from you. Enjoy the episode. Um, so I'm Kat, I am an alcoholic, um, and I'm going to talk about steps six and seven, which are actually what I've learned and what I teach are just, are more statements instead of actual steps. Um, so to go to page, um, 263, just to review what the first original six, six steps were, one is complete deflation. Two is dependence and guidance from a higher power. Three is the moral inventory. Four is confession. Five is restitution. And six is continued to work with other alcoholics. So what I've learned is that um, they lengthened the steps to make it harder for people to wiggle out of of different ones. So um, where we're at here with six and seven is an elongated version between confession and restitution. Um, so we've just done step five um, and we have returned home. We found a place, took the book off the shelf, done our meditation and kind of returned back to um, asking God if we have left anything out, um, which is for each and every one of us to decide. And it makes um, it different too. Like when I did my fifth step meditation, I realized like I, I felt truly in my heart, in my conscience that I hadn't left anything out. That doesn't mean that as I continue to do my 10th step, that things won't come up. So I made it a, an amends for something that didn't come up on my step work at all last weekend. <laughs> and I did my um, steps a lot uh, months ago. So meaning that I found the big book, clear-cut directions, uh, after having had some sobriety. Um, so I did that more recently, taking through the clear-cut directions, which is where I found actual freedom in the program. Um, having done the fellowship, kind of like step one step a month, um, super elongated version of the steps did not give me relief. Um, so now I go and I teach my sponsees through these clear-cut directions. So for many people, like for many people that I know, many of my friends, like the fifth step was their spiritual experience, but I'll speak for myself more. So I think that the piece that gave me a lot of relief in my fifth step was reading off uh, my fears. My my life was completely driven by fear, which led me to drink alcohol fear. The big book says that fear is corrosive and I now understand completely why. So getting a lot of that stuff off my chest did 
um, give like me a spiritual experience to some degree. I had more relief in step nine, but step five is super important. And I think that the piece of step five that is crucial is when we do our meditation afterwards. So when I do a fifth step with a sponsee, um, I say, you know, this is and now, you know, you're go, you'll do your meditation. And if anything comes up, I'll be around for the next hour. And that's what people have done for me. So keeping, you know, my phone on as this person does their meditation to see if anything else comes up. And this is one of the things that help us like, keep that connection with our higher power. The fifth step, a lot comes up. And although I haven't had things come up in my meditation, um, it, it has happened for other people. So it's, it's almost crucial. And <laughs> I have a friend who, um, who wanted to do exactly what this says, exactly what the book says perfectly. So he actually like put his big book up on the shelf and then took it down. <laughs> um, we return home, take the book off the shelf. We're doing our meditation. We review the first five proposals. We ask if we've omitted anything, for we are building an arch which we shall walk a free man. And that is a visualization for what we're actually building with our step work. Uh, of most importance to that in in my recovery is step three, which is the keystone. So without without giving myself completely and fully to my higher power, without the, without committing to quit playing God, quit playing God. Um, I, the rest of the steps become much more difficult. My arch is a mess because their piece at the top isn't keeping the whole arch together. So really there is no arch at all. Um, so how is my step three? It's like a checking in, like, how do I feel? Do I have everything? Am I being completely honest? And being completely honest is it changes throughout. It has changed throughout my recovery. I know that that is an experience um, that is, it might be common, but um, complete honesty today looks a lot different than it did, um, you know, several months ago. So is our work solid? Are the stones properly in place? Have we skimmed on the cement put into the foundation? Have we tried to make mortar without sand? Um, and these are the things that we sit for an hour and kind of and kind of go through. Have we left anything out? Is there something that um, maybe I don't want to tell my sponsor, or can I tell somebody else that I trust in my life? You know, we're not supposed to um, share something on our fifth step that'll harm the person that we're telling our fifth step to. Is there things that we need to? For me, I I have outside help, so there were some things I talked to my therapist about. There were some things that um, I talked to another friend in the program about, and it is um, of utmost importance to. And that's what people have done to me. They're like, you know, actually, I left something off my fifth step. Could you could you listen real quick? And I just love I love that because it's all of this community. You know, at meetings, I go to meetings to be of service to other people, and. I learn from people who are the main support work in my life. Cause I see all these awesome people like working this stuff every day and being like, actually, you know what? I, I did my fifth step a while ago, but there's something I left out. Can I tell you? I think that is so rad. That is just like, that is the, the love that I have in my life. And that's from like my step three. And that's from doing each of these pieces, just as the book says. So the, the meditation piece at the end of step five is critical. It keeps us in contact with our higher power and um, helps us get ready for, you know, further commitments in six and seven. And we should be moving on to eight and nine pretty quickly. So, yeah, it says if we can answer to our satisfaction, then we look at six.
it returns back to the idea of willingness, which is the cornerstone. It goes um, in the Roman numeral, I forget which part, but emphasizing that the cornerstone is the willingness to believe in the higher power. And um, step six is just kind of going back to the idea of, um, of returning to a higher power. Are we now ready to let God remove from us all the things that you have admitted are objectionable? Can he now take them all, everyone? If we still cling to something we will not let go, we ask God to help us be willing. Um, so this is more of a statement, like I said, than a step. So um, in when I had super elongated the steps, I was working with a woman who um, I spent a month on step six and a month on step seven. And I'll kind of get into why that was not as helpful to me as treating these steps like more as statements than steps that require like a month of kind of saying a prayer and, and going through um, more meditative, more writing things. Some people might find that valuable. Uh, that wasn't helpful to me by the time I got to step steps eight and nine. So, and then we have decided like God remove all these character defects from me. And I'll say too, that a big change in my recovery came when I realized that my sobriety didn't count on the removal of each and every one of my character defects. I am human. <laughs> the book describes like us as humans with ego and selfishness. Um, I know that selfishness, self-centeredness is the root of my troubles because I happen to be alcoholic. It's not necessarily the case for people in my life who aren't alcoholic, but I will not <laughs> be happy and joyous and free based on the removal of all my character defects. Things are still going to pop up in my life, but I am willing to let this shit go for the first time in my life. I'm ready to have God like remove these things from me by doing steps 10 and 11, by helping others recover from alcoholism. And I'm just saying in step six that like, I don't want this shit anymore. I've seen my repetitive behavior in my fifth, fourth and fifth step in my, my part column. I'm exhausted with myself in, and then saying it out loud to another person like that has made it even more clear like the pieces of myself, which I'm exhausted by, and we should be exhausted with ourselves, you know? And this, this, this idea of like, oh, I still have character defects, meaning like I'll never be happy, joyous, and free, isn't what this is saying. What it's saying is that I am willing to realize that this is garbage that's blocking me from my higher power, and I'm ready to let that go with God's help. So it says, when ready, and then it says a seven-step prayer. So... I initially didn't know that like the big book had the clear cut directions to relieve me of my alcoholism. And so the direction that I had gotten in the past and when I found the solution, this is where I was at. So I had, I was at nine. I was completely unwilling to make amends. I made some, but the harder ones I just had no ability to do. And I think this is like a big piece of spending so long on step six and seven, because I learned all these facts about myself. And then I waited two months before then making another list. So what I was doing every day for, um, for two months was praying, saying the third step prayer, saying the seven step prayer. And 
then also reading aloud my all of my character defects, of which there are many, and reading every single person that I had resentment towards and just praying for them and taking no action. And that only made me more incensed toward like morbid reflection and hating myself <laughs> and hating continuing to be resentful towards the people in my life who are on that list. When really step seven is just a reiteration of step three. So my creator, I'm now willing that you should have all of me good and bad. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. And then it goes on. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character, which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Yeah. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. That's step three. And then it ends with step seven prayer. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. Then we have completed step seven. So, the clear-cut directions that we get are that this happens quickly. The more time we spend, like, I see it as kind of as losing momentum. And when I dragged out step six and seven, my problems only became, like, more saturated. I just, I couldn't function by the time I got to step nine. But what it's supposed to look like is, okay, I've done my fifth step, I've done my meditation, and then... You can say six and seven, pray on like that true willingness to have the stuff removed and ask God's help. And then when you get to, and then when we get to eight, we're really just going back to the inventory we made in step four. Maybe there are a couple more names that we remember that we, of people that we've harmed. And then we get to making amends immediately. And there were amends I was stuck on, um, for a long time. But when I went through and did the steps quickly through the big book, clear cut directions, step nine is where I had like the, the spiritual experience that changed my life and many of them. When I'm uncomfortable, it's because I am protesting. It's because I'm not in, in the truth that above everything, selfishness, self-centeredness is the root of my troubles because I'm not living in step three. Doing step six and seven as statements and not steps and just reiterating that like God is in my life and, and God is going to, by some miracle, help me out with this step eight and nine stuff, like getting into it and just going for it. Because the first step of step eight too is now we need now we need more action. The big book never ends the step and it's like, all right, so we're good now. <laughs> you know, that was a lot. Like, let's, let's chill out and hang. It's always about more action. So when I'm on the firing line, I have that relief. I have the, not only the freedom from alcoholism, which now I see as like a byproduct of this fucking awesome life I get to live every day. And I get to teach other people how to do that as well. So I have taken this moment. I've done some tough stuff. I wrote an inventory. I've seen a lot about myself. I've told that to another person, another person who has the same disease of alcoholism that I have, who is happy, joyous, and free, and who I'm like, how the fuck are you 
free. <laughs> you know, I, I'm learning from this person who is, is happy and who doesn't suffer from the obsession to drink alcohol. And I see from them that this is possible. And for me, that was something that really motivated me to continue forward and to keep building that arch, making sure it looks good. It's all about honesty and it's all about willingness Treating steps treating step six and seven like these statements is that what the book tells us. And that's what I have learned that like it's what we're doing at each part of the steps is like building some Ikea desk or, or shelf or something like that. And at the end of each step, it gives us directions. And then we should we have our promises and which is like, OK, this is what it should look like, you know. And here our direction is to just are you ready to let this stuff go? remember step three and let's do step eight. And that is what gets me closer to a higher power. That's what helps free me from the obsession to drink alcohol. And, um, and yeah, and I see an example of that in front of me. And I've already said that I'm going to be an example to another suffering person when I'm like, when I'm ready <laughs> and that's, and that's the shit. <laughs> um, and so this is a sticking point for me in my, this was a sticking point for me in my step work, thinking that, um, like kind of getting into this morbid reflection, which blocks us from God, which is selfish. Um, in step 11, we learned that God doesn't want us to be in morbid reflection, which was another huge, um, piece of my recovery kind of learning that I don't have a punishing God, that my, my God doesn't want me to be in self-hatred and all this gooky stuff. So, that's where I got into with steps and six with step six and seven kind of going through really slowly, but it's just this piece we're building our shelf and we're trying to get into what the shelf's going to look like at the end of step nine. And that continues for the rest of our life. So simplifying what the book says has given me the freedom that I didn't have um, in, in the fellowship version of AA, which is not to say that's not possible for other people, but this is what worked for me. And this is what I teach others who, um, who, who struggled like, like me. So, um, so yeah, that is what I have to say on six and seven. It kind of brings in all the other steps too, but, um, but yeah, it, it, that's it. has been a podcast greater than yourself a podcast greater than yourself was created by recovered alcoholics all involved in the creation of this podcast are active members of alcoholics anonymous who wish to carry the message of our own recovery to those who still suffer we do not claim to represent alcoholics anonymous all comments are from our own experiences as alcoholics who have recovered by following the directions for the 12 steps found in the book Alcoholics Anonymous. Thanks for listening.